What's good, Divine Gang Gang? I hope that you're having an amazing day or night where you are. Welcome to the first self-care Saturday episode. I just woke up. Um, I feel very serene. And um, let me also just go ahead and set the energy with my 528 hertz Tibetan singing bowl. I just want to make this one as um, serene and relaxing for you as possible. If you're driving, you know, hopefully I don't put you to sleep, but I want you to to just be in a relaxed state. Um, I'm going to be pulling from the self-care deck. It's an inspirational card deck. Um, and one of the things I love, I've been talking a lot with my Divine Feminines and Masculines about how we can make an impact in the world, right? And one of the things I love about this deck is um, the first time I opened it, because I got it last week, it's it's very pretty, but the packaging, you guys, um, I think is always going to put me in one of those self-care moods when I come and connect with you. The It's almost like a blanket material. It is so soft. It, it, and it has really pretty ribbons on it. And so when you open it, it almost feels like, I don't know, like a baby. I don't know how to explain it, but it's very soft material. So I just really appreciate the thought that went into that. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, let me go ahead and start shuffling. The other thing I noticed, too, when I, when I first got this deck is the cards are a little bit flimsy, right? And so... At first, I wanted to get so frustrated because I was like, oh, these are thin and, you know, I'm going to have to slow down. <clears throat> and it made me think, wait a minute, this is perfect. I need to remember every time I'm doing these to slow down, to be gentler, you know, with our hearts, with our souls, with our minds, with our bodies, with each other. Okay. So just taking the time. They're so, um, the material is a little bit thinner, so you can't even hear me shuffling it, really. <clears throat> Looking forward to the first message. <clears throat> At the time that I recorded this, it's been raining for the past couple of days, and I just love the sound of the rain. Listen to this. For those of you who might be wondering what song that is, that's Lay Your Head on My Pillow by Tony, Tony, Tony. You know, I'll go ahead and say here, but the religion I grew up with, we are pretty orthodox about keeping a day of rest. And even though I, I left the institution or the four walls of that organization, I still try to keep that day as a day of rest, um, and I've, I've gone back and forth, but 
it's one of those things I think um, recommitting to making sure that I have a day to just rest and relax and even create that for the people in my lives, right? As I start to get more staff around me and people who are providers around me um, for the services that I need, it's like, what if I were to just allow them to also join me in a gentle, sweet repose where they're not having to work either? You know, at least just 24 hours of just rest, right? One of the things I always wonder too is it's like if we were made to rest, you know, it's so easy to to want to push. I know that with that religion, the next thing you know, you know, now you're really working that sixth day and you're pushing to to be in a hustle and bustle and be places, but it's something about allowing yourself to just rest your mind. Wow, we're five minutes in. Right? Easy to feel frustrated and for those of you who've been with me, I'm used to having a card out by now. I'm being reminded as I'm shuffling to, you know, we've been talking about the, okay, I have a couple things I can say while I'm waiting. And it will come out as I need to, but... um. We uh, introduced the first Twin Flame Talk Tuesday. <clears throat> and one of the things I heard from, her name is Lisa, and I think it's called, her name is Lisa, the Ascension, Ascension or Spiritual Coach on YouTube. And she was talking about her experiences as, as from the Divine Feminine perspective of how when you tap into your femininity, you start to nurture. It's, she mentioned it almost as if you're breastfeeding when you start to be an attentive listener. Okay. And, but the thing about that is that you are giving of yourself. And I thought that that was so important that she said that because when we're being attentive, listening listeners, and sometimes you want to be heard too, right? But it, it can actually pull from your energy, right? And so as you're having those conversations and going from the day to day, you know, demands, of showing up for your, you know, your children, your family, your coworkers, your employees, and for your lover, it's so critical that you take that time to replenish yourself, right? It's almost as if you're your own cell phone. And it's like, you've got to learn to plug in, to rest, recharge, so that now you can get back to your regularly scheduled program. There was one more thing I wanted to say that I, I kind of don't remember what it was. Oh, I think it was with the um, anti-seducers. Let's let's talk about that. One of the interesting thing that things that came up when when I read the description about the anti-seducers was um one of the unattractive anti-seductive traits was just always talking. <clears throat> And I know this is a podcast, right? And so I'm holding the the mic and having to, to, to be that person in your ear. But for me, it made me just want to feel more comfortable with the little moments of silence in between. You know? 
All right. Wow. I can't believe this card hasn't come out yet. Here we go. I'm gonna pull this one. And it um it kind of just stuck in my hand. So I'm learning this deck. I think, yeah, this is this was the only like it the way it came out. Let's just let's pull it. Let's go. This one says, when you recognize and reflect on one good thing about yourself, you are building a bridge to a place of kindness and caring. Hmm, excuse me. Why don't you think about that a little bit? It says, write down one of your favorite traits about yourself. Celebrate why you love this about yourself. Mm. I love that. It says, when you recognize and reflect on even one good thing about yourself, you are building a bridge to a place of kindness and caring. You know, when I sign off, I, I talk about how you spend 365 days of the year with yourself. You know what makes you laugh, what makes you cry? Um, you know, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. And earlier in our journey, we were talking about what it means to be your divine mother and your divine father to your divine child. Um, we haven't really been talking a lot about the divine child, but you know, you start to look out for yourself. You start to be protective and say, Hey, the baby within me would not have liked the way you yelled at me. The baby within me would not have liked, you know, that you tried to manipulate me and were deceitful. And so you start to put things in place to make sure that you're not going to hurt my, my inner child, my my inner being, you know. Um, one of the things like that Scorpios get slammed for a lot is that we too, do tend to have a tough exterior um, because we know that we're tender consciously or subconsciously on the inside, right? That we have to protect our heart space, you know. Um, <clears throat> and so, um, one of the things I want to push you a little bit more than with this card, <clears throat> I want you to write at least one thing that you like about yourself, um, physically. So if you have a nice derriere, if you have nice pecs, nice shoulders, a nice smile, nice lips, nice eyes, beautiful hair, beautiful complexion, cute toes, you know, nice abs. I want you to write one physical attribute that you absolutely love about yourself. <clears throat> Me, I'm a toe package, but oh, whatever. <laughs> right? I want you to think about that. The next thing I want you to do, too, is um, also write down one um a positive thing that you love about yourself about the your mindset um what what's one positive thing that you like about your mindset like for me if it's anything about this life whether I wanted to or not I'm very resilient um a little bit on the slower side you know str struggled a little bit academically in school once until I started to understand myself a little bit better 
um, I was that quiet kid, but because I was quiet, people assumed that I was um, getting the information that I should have, especially compared to my brothers. I was like the good girl. But um, once I took classes, uh, I was taking a um, higher education courses and I invested in a, in a teacher that taught us how to to read how to read fast. I think my, I forget how much it was, but I was reading like a hundred words a minute or some crazy stuff like that when I took class. She taught us about um, all the different kinds of foods that we can eat, like blueberries and almonds and um, different kinds of greens to help you enhance your memory. Um, and she also, so bananas, another good one too. And then she also taught us what type of learner we are. And, I, and that's when I learned I was a kinesthetic learner. And I applied all of the principles. And for the first time in my life, I got straight A's at a at a um, doctoral level. Like, I remember one time I took a, a midterm exam. And I was the second person to complete my exam. And I was, I only got one right. And it was because I was so excited. I knew all the answers that I was skipping it. And I did not double check my, my questions. Um, but I was performing at that level, right? But when, and so... I say all of that to say that I was a slow learner for the majority of, of my adult life. And so, but one of the things is like, I finished my, all the way up to that level compared to other people that I went to school with who were way smarter than me, but I never gave up. I had to take introductory, you know, um, some introductory classes like the summer before I started, before I started college. Um, and there were some classes that I, I really did struggle in, but I never gave up, you know, and I went on past my VA. And so that's one of my traits, like always. And it's always been like that, but that's okay. It's a little bit slow with the finances, a little bit slow with the, when it comes to love, a little bit slow when it comes to academics and career progression, but stuck in there long enough to see the results, right? Next thing I want you to think about is, Writing down what it is that you love about yourself spiritually. Yes. What is it that, that something that you love about yourself and your spirituality, right? And that's a good question. And you might probably be a little bit kind of wondering how, because my initial response too is to almost say something I love about the spiritual journey, but not something about my spirituality, because I love you know, just how much learning there is in this realm and how it's tied to manifestation and becoming a better person and all things are mind and the laws of attraction and the planes of abundance and all the dimensions of telepathy and how we're all vibrational beings, right? But I guess I'm going to get an example of the things that something I would love about myself spiritually. And I'm, I'm so ad-libbing here because I don't even have an answer for that one. But I want us to think about what is the thing that we love about ourselves the most spiritually, right? Hmm. I'm going to take that liberty of taking a moment to have a little bit of silence, right? We're talking about the anti-seducers and <laughs> sometimes feeling the need to just always talk a lot. So let me just take a little moment and just think about that.
I always have a joke with my friends. I'm like, you know they wrote that song about me, right? <laughs> I think that for me, the answer I came up with is I love that when it comes to my spirituality, I've always kind of felt that we never really tapped into it or like uh I think I'm more like very altruistic when it comes to my religion. Like sometimes I'll say don't you know how abundant we can be? Don't you know how loving divine source is? Don't you know that divine source is like the most best amazing thing? Like, I think I don't have a way to explain it, but I would say that even, even growing up in the church, I felt like it was always like whoever this was and whatever it was, it's just so much far more beautiful and um so much more bigger than we can ever imagine, right? So not only is it the biggest, bestest thing that we could ever imagine in the whole wide world, it's also like the best. And I'll get frustrated when I see people mm, like not really being able to tap in. And I think part of even my anger and frustration, I think the more I've learned, the more about the hidden secrets and just how beautiful and how abundant we really can be. It made me uh, like really angry that we've been lied to. You know, I think not just from the race part, but from, you know, when I see churches that literally are in the poorest communities and you know for a fact that they're not even pouring back into those communities and speaking life to them and helping them to step into their full, you know, potential and happiness and joy and abundance and and really showing up for them, right? And so as I'm I'm working on myself, it's like I can't wait to start to make a dent in a positive, even bigger positive impact, right? So I hope that you were able to write down three things. Did it feel like time just passed a little bit? I hope that it might be good, it might be bad, but I hope that time has really slowed down with you um, as we were just sitting here, just talking, just quiet, just at peace, you know, taking in the moment. Um, I want to also encourage you to, to promise me Promise me that you're going to take, I'm going to say it, take a day, take a Sabbath, take one day a week to just relax. And I love it because I think that if you're thinking about all of the demands and responsibilities and you know, you have children and things to do and housekeeping duties and 
and work and, you know, making sure that you wash your husband's laundry and iron his clothes and, you know, get the meals ready and buying all the groceries and, you know, getting the kids ready for school and helping them with their homework and walking the dog. It's because of all of those very things that you need to take a moment to have a Shabbat Shalom. Right, I made a joke. Um, I know I'll be pissing people off. <laughs> I'm a little bit of, a, of um, stepping into my provocativeness. Um, now that I'm not tied to having to make income from being a, a perfect little girl at work anymore, but I, I think that I'm able to say some of the things that make people think. But like I said, the religion I grew up with, we um, had to keep seventh day. And um, so I made the joke. I said, now I keep Sunday and Saturday so that there's no confusion, you know. Um, And it's at the end of the day, you know, that's between you and whatever you believe. But at the end of the day, there was this idea that we were supposed to have a day of rest, right? And um, that's an an opportunity for you to plug back in. And I think, you know, also to surrender to to life, everything is going to work out just the way that it needs to. And the other thing I wanted to mention, too, is when you take that day to rest and if you're the, the nurturer, you know, in you nurturing yourself, <clears throat> And you saying, you know, well, let's take a time out. Let's just all relax. Now you're imparting those practices onto your family, to your friends, with your with your partner. You know, if your divine masculine is anywhere as ambitious and driven and goal oriented as I imagine him to be, and will be in your future. He's going to need those elements to rest. And there might be a little bit of pushback, and that's okay. You'll start to understand um, themselves, and and you'll start to communicate, and you'll have to, you know, kind of put your foot down a little bit as divine feminine. When it comes to that, not in a codependent way, right? Because I think sometimes... From as I've started to understand us a little bit better, sometimes we can. I was very needy in my relationships. Like I always wanted to spend time with my boo. I always wanted to see them. But the truth of the matter is, especially once I start to get older, is like, listen, they gotta they gotta go to work. They have to open up stuff for their employees and get the the, the things going and and that type of thing. But <clears throat> um, the idea that you can say, okay, go out there. Do what you need to, but Saturday is our day. You know, we might not be able to always go out, but you're going to stay home. You're going to relax. You're going to schedule the massage. You're going to schedule the time to just go to the beach and have the quiet and the solace. No cell phones, no distractions, no music to rest your mind, to reset, to rebalance. And just how healing that is, too, for those of you who have your kids, right? They might get a little fidgety and a little um, antsy with you, but look for ways to just create those soft memories. You know, when you can just, I remember when we were little kids too, we would um, we would make tents out of like a whole bunch of sheets and tables, like the tables and the chairs. And like, we would just have like 
dim the lights down a little bit. Me, probably I'm a candle person, but if it's kids, probably not. <laughs> okay, let me be responsible. But And just let them play their kids' music and be able to be quiet or take them to the park, you know, and just enjoy nature. Although we are in the middle of the winter, though, what does that look like? Maybe it could be, you know, taking the time out to just go for a drive along the coast or drive into the mountains a little bit, right? So I hope this was really a blessing for you. I think we got to knock out a lot of important topics, right? Um, as we're having these conversations, we introduced the Twin Flame Talk Tuesdays where we, you're going to ask your love interest questions. And um, it can drain you a little bit. We have to acknowledge that. I think sometimes we're just so one-sided and eager to do that. But um, as you're attentive listening, you know, it, it can take a toll on you and it can drain from you, from pull from your energy. And you have to take the time to sit and reflect and reset and recharge for yourself and clear your mind okay so that for next twin flame talk tuesday you can get back in the game all right clear away all of the cobwebs and the rumination that's going in your mind we talked about um another practice self-care practice is you don't always have to talk i think some of the sweetest moments are when you can just sit with your you know, divine counterpart watching the sunset or the sunrise and being so at peace and serene and emotionally connected that you don't have to say anything, right? <laughs> hmm. I want to encourage you to take deep breaths, breathe in the fresh, crispy air, you know, taking the, the fragrances around you. You know, of, of all maybe the, the favorite times to smell um, nature, I think favorites for me are winter and uh, spring. <clears throat> that crisp air, and you can smell the trees. Can smell the autumn. Sometimes you can hear, smell the fireplaces, the wood burning. All right, so I hope this is a blessing to you. I'm not going to do the charge because I want to spend the last three minutes just playing the music. And then when the 30 minutes are up, it's going to just turn off. But I want to encourage you to um, promise me that you're going to take at least one day moving forward to practice the self-care with you, your loved ones, and with your lover. <laughs> All right, let's go. Just relax, relax, relax. 
Thank you. 